Hey everyone, welcome to Refinery Life Church and welcome to another Thursday evening teaching. I'm so happy you've been joining us for this series from the book of Colossians and I, I truly believe something from it. So let me encourage you before we even start this evening, share this with someone. Hit the like button, invite your friends to come and watch as well. You know, it's an exciting time. We're at the end of 2022, we're about to step into a new year. Why don't you join me in the Lord's Prayer before we go any further? And if you've got any friends that are looking for a new church home, before you even do that, why don't you invite them to church on Sunday? We meet at 9.30 at 23 T.E. Peters Drive at Broadbeach, and we'd love to see them there. Join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. As I just said, we're, we're continuing our, our journey through the book of Colossians. And it's a devotional study of the Bible, chapter by chapter verse by verse, and it has the potential for bringing great blessings into the lives of those who participate. So invite someone along to come and watch with you or listen with you. These messages from Colossians are almost finished. We've been going for quite a few weeks now, but we've got a few more we're going to do. So we're actually going to sneak into January a little bit. And today we're going to talk about the clothing of a Christian. Last week we spoke about ungodly garments, but this week, what is the clothing of a Christian? The text we're concentrating on is Colossians 3, 12 and 13. I'll be reading from the New King James Version, but you can read from whichever version you like. So if you've got your Bible there, open it up. If you don't have your Bible, let me encourage you next time we meet, bring it with you. It talks about the character of the new man. Verse 12, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, Humility, meekness, and long-suffering. Those five things are a lot different to the things we spoke about last week, aren't they? Verse 13, bearing with one another. I know that's a little bit hard sometimes. Bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you must also. You've got to be forgiving because Christ has already forgiven you. We, there the scriptures we're also going to be working through this evening. So let, let's just read them again so they actually sink in for us. Colossians 3, 12 through to 15, the character of the new man. Therefore, now if something says therefore, there must have been something before. As the elect of God, holy and beloved, it's talking about us, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness and long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a complaint against another. Even as Christ forgave you, you must do. Verse 14. But above all these things put on love, which is the bond of perfection. Verse 15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body. And be thankful. Being thankful is a big thing, right? Let's pray for the offering. 
If you've got your seed there and you're ready to sow, the details will come across the bottom of the screen. It's an obligation. It tells us in the Bible that we, we give to the kingdom. So, Father, we come to you today because you made us. Lord, you redeemed us. And we acknowledge that every good and perfect gift is from your hands. Lord, make us good stewards of what you've given us, be it a lot or a little. By your grace, we've been brought with a price, and therefore we desire to glorify you. Receive these gifts from our hands and our hearts today, Lord, and bless them and use them for your glory. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. So the details will be on the bottom of the screen if you want to serve. The Apostle Paul was concerned about a Christian's closing. In the verses just before this passage, which we spoke about last week, he discussed what we call the garments of the ungodly. And there are certain desires and dispositions and distinctions that we must strip off our lives. Once we remove these things, however, what are we to put on? Paul gave us some positive suggestions. Colossians 3.12 says to clothe yourselves. Clothe yourselves. Following are some things that could be classified as the clothing of a Christian. And we're not talking about what you wear to church on a Sunday. We're not talking about the brand of the suit or the jacket you wear or whatever it might be. That's not what we're talking about today. These are the things that we had to put on. And note that they're not things that we naturally just add to our lives. They can come only to God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. So our first point tonight is some desirable personal qualities make up the Christian's clothing. What are the qualities? Let's look at them. Compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience. Let's look at the relationship here. These qualities all have to do with personal relationships. These are the things that help people to relate well to others and to get along, aren't they? Our second thing this evening is the practice of forgiveness makes up the Christian clothing. These are the things we're to put on and they're not natural things for us as humans to do. The incentive for forgiveness is a really simple one. It's the forgiveness that we have experienced through Christ. Having been forgiven, we are to forgive. Forgiveness is inclusive. The Bible tells us, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Our third thing this evening, the perfection of love makes up the Christian's clothing. Love is the binding power that holds the Christian body together. Love is the greatest of all Christian virtues. Now, Christian love looks different to worldly love, doesn't it? Sometimes it involves some discipline. If you love me, correct me. Our fourth thing this evening is the peace of God makes up the Christian's clothing. The peace of God rules in the heart. Interestingly, though, the word translated rule is a word from the athletic arena. It's actually an umpire or a referee. 
The peace of God settles disputes and divisions in the heart and in the soul. The peace of God brings unity and thankfulness. You know, even if you're going through a tough time, you can be thankful to the Lord. You can be thankful that you woke up this morning. You can be thankful that you're, you're watching or listening to this right now. There's always something we can be thankful for. The peace of the gospel still abides. As we finish up this evening, as we get closer to the end of the year, these messages will get a little bit shorter because I know we're getting busy. There's lots of things on. If you've got children, you probably have your children home now on school holidays, so I know it's a busy time. These garments can be put on only as we let the word of God dwell in us. These garments of the Christian are only for the Christian. The world can't obtain them. And I really want to encourage you, as I do every single time we meet, to be diligent with your Bible study time because God has so much more for us than we get, can get from just going to church once or twice a week and hearing someone else talk about the Word. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because our God is a Redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for Him. And if you allow Him, He'll make you whole, spirit, soul and body. And you're important to God. You know that already. But you're also important to us at the refinery. So when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal His promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about and need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. Now, 2022 has been a year of repentance and blessings. But as we move into 2023, the Lord's telling me it's going to be a year of divine recovery and divine restoration. So as you get closer to Him, what you're going to see is all of those things that have been taken from you over the years, that the locusts have eaten, they're all coming back. So until the next time, stay in the blessings.